Before diving into today's episode, did you know that this podcast has a supporters club? By becoming a member, you not only gain access to exclusive content, but also play a crucial role in supporting your favorite podcast. See the link in the episode description to find out more. Now, let's get back to the episode. Hey, J360 Legion, how's it going? Oh, I'm sure some of y'all were sitting here waiting for the Cyclone episode 28. Yeah, that's still happening. It's just not going to happen tonight. Due to technical difficulties, this is the perfect time for something else special to come along, and it starts with this. Welcome to the J-Man Show, here on J360 Radio. Hey, J360 Legion, and welcome back to the J-Man Show. I'm your host, Jay, of course, and it feels good to be back for episode 47. Yeah, I know you were supposed to get a Cyclone episode, but, you know, it just wasn't going to happen, especially... Well, what we have there is just, it's not even mentionable. It's too bizarre even for me. But as we get back into it, I mean, I know there's been a lot of things happening as of late. I know you've all been seeing nothing but nonstop talk about gun control and things are boiling over to where Trump considers arming teachers for the answer and the Florida government considers porn to be a bigger health risk than gun ownership. Now, I wasn't going to do a highly political episode this week because, you know, honestly, it's nothing that you haven't heard of. Something happens politically, Trump doesn't know what he's doing, and then he does something stupid and throws a blinder up and everybody reports what he did on Twitter and then after a while, it's yada, 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 and you already know that the man is woefully inept at his job. You see what I'm saying? I could go ahead and make as many episodes about that, but it's at a point now where it's like, you know what, it's not even a boxing match anymore. It's not even anything exciting for me from time to time covering what he does. But, you know, considering that I'm a journalist by trade, I have to do what I gotta do. But you see, this particular case is, you gotta know exactly what the fight's all about. Really ask yourself sometime, like, how many amendments of the Constitution do you really know? See, everybody likes to talk about two amendments. It's either the First Amendment that's being stomped on, or it's the Second Amendment that's being stomped on. But nobody cares about the third or the fourth, right? And then when you know you did something and you don't want to own up to it, you know, you use the Fifth Amendment. But you see, let's keep it simple this episode. The Second Amendment is read like this. Amendment number two. A well-regarded militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Interesting rule, right? You know, to keep the security of a free state. To keep the state free. But you see, here's the thing. That's during times of invasion. That's during wartime. And then there comes the concept of that it's so broad that anything can be taken from it. That can be said about many amendments in the Constitution. Like, there's so many gray areas. But the thing about it is, for this, that is the one that a lot of the NRA and a lot of, you know, gun toters will always sit there and pull out in front of you. Like, even if they're in the wrong and they're doing all that kind of stuff, it's like, well, what can you do But I got a piece? You don't. Because you're not about that. You don't believe in guns, do you? Oh, which, by the way, for those of you that don't believe in guns, get your ass to a range immediately, okay? Don't try to argue with me about it. Get yourself to a range. Learn how to shoot a pistol or a shotgun, whatever. Get your ass out there. I'm telling you that right now. Shoot, make sure you know the gun laws. Say, because it's a Wild West show nowadays. And I only say that because you need to have that ability to protect yourself. Now, you're probably wondering where I stand on this. I stand with amendment number two. And you know why? No, whoa, 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 relax, relax. Don't get triggered. 
I'm not saying that what Adam Lanza and the rest of the crazy bunch that have been shooting up people and mass transit is a good thing. Not at all. It doesn't make any sense for a mass public shooting. It doesn't make any sense for any of this stuff to be happening around us, but they happen. And unfortunately that it happened in Florida because this kid wanted to shoot somebody. I mean, he was an expelled former student. So of course he knew that he was coming back for blood one way or another. And they said that they tried to reach out. They tried to give him help. They tried to... The kid was far gone. And he was trained by a white supremacist sect. He knew what he wanted to do. That is a domestic terrorist. And the group that trained him are pretty much domestic terrorists. No matter how many times the news media tries to buffer this around and tries to go ahead and make it seem like, oh, we can humanize them. We can take it from this angle and we can go ahead and sell and keep our ratings together. The sensationalism is appalling with the way they do this. And I've covered a lot about the news media in a previous episode, which was 43. You know, for continuity's sake, I mean, I just just don't get it anymore. Before we get knee-deep into that, I don't know how in the world the Florida government is going to go ahead and try to use porno as a way of alleviating this. Oh no, there's bigger problems than that. You know, uh, porno's more of a health risk than getting shot with flesh wounds and everything else, or a stray bullet killing you. Yeah, yeah, you know, sitting there with some nice porn in front of you, or or triple X, or a classic Jenna Jameson video. Yeah, that's really disastrous to your health. I don't know, I think a 9mm shooting me in the base of my skull is pretty bad. Uh, you know, at least I gotta worry about Jenna doing that kind of thing unless she's doing an action movie spoof. Porno doesn't cause this sort of reaction. I mean, there have been cases if you, like, take a sex drug or something like that to get you going and your wellness is not up to it, you might be at risk. But that's more of a drug problem. If you want to defend the Second Amendment, you got to keep it in the same context because that's just reaching. You know what you did wrong. And you see, the state of Florida knows they got some loose gun laws. They have always had this problem because of the whole stand your ground law. Remember that? There are ways of abusing it. I remember when they initiated that. I was like, this can go all sorts of wrong. And it does. Often. I mean, I remember when there was a case where a man shot up a truck of four different kids in there because he didn't like the music they were playing. Now, was that case ever solved? Probably you'll never hear about it because it's not news anymore. It dried up, as they would say. But you see, there's been a lot of violence down there in Florida because of the stand your ground law. And there's a lot of states out there that do have this law on the books. And the thing about it is, is that you knew it could go wrong because, you know, there's really no regulation like anything. Now, there's nothing wrong with defending yourself and your loved ones. But the problem is you have really bold people out there trying to test you or harm you. So you use your right to carry so you can keep things safe. You understand what I'm saying? That's understandable. I mean, somebody breaking in your house and you know he might have something and he'll try to hurt you, but you got your gun there and you're able to use that as a way of defending your own. That's self-defense. That's fine. Or you're out there at the park or something like that. Somebody coming up on you and things. You know, you might have to defend yourself at that point. That is exactly what it's there for. Because you never know what the other person has. And in those cases, yeah, you're going to need something. And you see, the thing about the streets are is that they're not entirely safe. Yeah, that's the understatement, right? And you see, they have access to high-power assault tech nowadays. You know, weaponry that you see on Call of Duty or in the Army, they're on the streets now. And with loose regulation, it just adds to the chaotic atmosphere that's out there. We all face this on the daily. You see, almost anyone can carry, but what you use it against and what weapon you do use is the conundrum. And an AR-15 is used to spray and kill an op force to the point of sawing the remains of the target. 
like an Uzi or a machine pistol. Why is it so easy to get that weapon? Especially down there in Florida. You can buy it. I, I could have bought that at 18. Isn't that something? You know what I mean? If I was really into it like I am now, like, you know, I find guns to be pretty fascinating in terms of engineering and how they're utilized. You know what I'm saying? But the thing about it is I don't see myself ever needing an AR-15 to handle anything. Maybe a maybe a Spaz-12 or something like that. But, but look, it ain't about me right now. It's about everybody, and it's about being safe about using these guns. There's nothing wrong with regulation. Just admit that you own the weapon and that, you know, you got your gun license renewed every year. Nobody's trying to take your guns away from you. And, I mean, if you're not mentally capable of identifying what is a friend or a foe, you shouldn't have a gun. And, you know, it's just stuff like that. You, you know this. But you see, everybody's afraid of not being able to pack. And the thing about it is, it might be a good thing that not everyone is able to pack. Because, you know, in a way, that's just saying, hey, you know what? We want to protect the people that are around you. You know, you protect yourself, too. Because you might go crazy one day and shoot yourself and bleed out. You never know. See, it's always about being prepared for those worst-case scenarios. But you see, the thing about it is, nobody ever thinks about them until they happen. And when they happen, you're already late. But going back into it, though, I don't think I would ever need an AR-15 unless it's wartime. And given the circumstances, we're not there yet. But shades of it are flaring. And it is pretty damn scary. But you see, the thing is, you don't necessarily have to go to a foreign country to fight the war. War is already out there. Every time you step out of your house, and if you live in an apartment complex, you're already in danger. Because you never know what your neighbor has going on in the other area. He'd probably be sitting there cleaning out his gun and saying, you know what? I just don't like people today. Go from zero to 60. Thinking that he's the punisher. Thinking he's doing the right thing. And there's a lot of people out there that think they're doing the right thing. And you got one in office that think he's doing the right thing. Yeah, he go golfing every week. But the thing about it is, he <laughs> he thinks he's doing the right thing. And then you got other people out there that say, oh, well, you know, what can handle this is, is um, a lot of prayers and thoughts. Prayers and thoughts, man. Yeah, okay. That helps a little bit. But it doesn't help the essential. There shouldn't be a time where we keep saying prayers and thoughts to Parkland or prayers and thoughts to Orlando or prayers and thoughts to Aurora Theater or prayer and thoughts to, like, all these areas. I mean, it's getting to the point where, you know, we're giving our prayers and thoughts, all right, but nothing is getting done. There needs to be some policy in place. And this government knows that. But you see, there's a lot of money tied into it. Oh, the NRA, everything. As a matter of fact, they just released something not too long ago on live broadcasting about like what the goals and ideals are, why this is so important, that there is no gun control. So, n- no. So, if you ever want to take a look at it, maybe I can go ahead and find it and link it to all of you so you can see it. But still, the problem with that is, is that, of course, that the NRA made this there's a chance that they can go ahead and sweet talk this deal and con a lot of you into believing their message and saying, hey, you know what? Yeah, don't don't regulate them. You know, because cause the thing is, they need to be open to do what they do. No. You got to ask questions. You got to do your own research on this stuff. And at the end of the day, you got to do some thinking for yourself. But don't look for Incompetence Inc. to do too much for this, by the way. Might have to look forward to the next president or so because... This, this is a mess now. Hopefully we'll get there if we don't blow each other away first. Because here are three things that Incompetence Inc. can't handle. It can't budget. It can't handle immigration or DACA. And it can't handle guns. 
Matter of fact, the whole idealism of gun control was actually repealed, wasn't it? Wasn't there like a gun law that Obama put into place to kind of cap this sort of thing off? Now, needless to say, it's not saying that mass shootings didn't happen while Obama was in office. But wasn't there like some sort of small regulation to make sure that not everybody that wasn't all together upstairs have guns? But guess who repealed it? In a way of trying to say, it is a complete disaster. I had to repeal it. It's been done. It's like, for what? Why would you do such a thing? You know, honestly, if you want us to rally behind you, you got to do the right things for people and not to mention keep their safety in mind. Now, I remember speaking out before about certain safety that like, gee, how safe can you be? Remember, I used to say that, right? But you see, when it gets right down to anybody having the ability to carry the guns and loose regulations, yeah, after a while, you know, you kind of want to question your safety at that point because you're sitting there, you're like, this fool can kill himself before he kill me. And so at the same time, this all could be avoided if you're smart about it. You don't give the less rational person the ability to shoot, man. And it, it's so ridiculous, right? Because you see, like, another idea is is that they want to raise the age allowance. Oh, yes. Because there's a lot of trouble at 18. If we raise it up two more ages to 21, you know what? That actually will make the world better. That ain't helping. I mean, come off it, man. If they already have access to it now, chances are they're going to have access to it later. But the point is, is this, when you go ahead about raising the age up, did that ever stop any of us from drinking at 18? Because that happened before with that, remember? Prohibition, whatnot. Didn't necessarily work out, and then they raised it up to 21, where you should, should be able to do that. But then you're looking at the way this is going right here. This is a little different. You see what I'm saying? People could die from all of this, and people have. Some regulation required. You have domestic threats in this country. You have people that are so gung-ho militia now and again, they believe that any threat to them is like pretty much me saying that, you know, we should have some sort of regulation. Just by me saying that, you know, they're already mad as hell. And they're going to find something to latch onto because they feel as though their way of life is threatened. That's the way some people are. That's why certain people push an agenda in the first place. Because they believe their way of life is threatened here in another way. Hey, you see, the thing about gun control is, it doesn't have to be to the point where you say, hey, you know what, we don't want your guns. We're going to take your guns away. We're going to lock them all up. You don't need these sort of things. No, we're going to take them all from you and stuff like that. You got people afraid of that happening. Now, that doesn't need to happen, and I don't see how that could be feasible. You know, unless there's a compromise somewhere. And then the thing about it is, is that with regulation, you know, what's wrong with saying, hey, you need your gun license renewed. Oh, you own this weapon. You know, have like a file on you and stuff like that. There's nothing wrong with that. But you see, some people, they don't agree with having their name on certain um, applications and stuff like that. They don't agree with people being on a list, a paper trail or whatever. And that's why they feel that they can do a lot. And see, what the way, like... It's so easy to go ahead and get a random weapon out there nowadays. You know, they're on the street for a reason. And it's so sad. It really is. Because with those domestic threats that I mentioned earlier, they can go from 0 to 60 at any time. You know, you might meet somebody that's as nice as can be, but they secretly have some screws loose and they're batty as hell. And they, as soon as they see something that just isn't right, like say like... If you see something that's blue and they see something red and then there's something polka dotted there, they're going to shoot that polka dot most likely because at the end of the day, they don't agree with that sort of lifestyle. And, it's, and they found out it was a threat to them.
And I'm not saying that in terms of, you know, bringing up fear-mongering and stuff like that, but this right here is exactly what disarray looks like. There are people out there that are trying to stand up against it, like those teens that survive. They're trying to unite to go ahead and push the idea of gun control. And you see, the unfortunate part about the, the you know, the unfortunate part about this debate is, is that something has to happen all the time for it to be on the table. During peacetime or during times like where we're all just enjoying ourselves and we don't really think about it, you know, we don't really talk about it much. But when somebody gets hurt, like Congresswoman Giffords, when she got hurt, it became a hot-button topic. The shooting at Aurora became a hot-button topic. Hell, I could go all the way back to 2013 when Columbine happened, and it was a hot-button topic. But now that this happened, it's it's a hot-button topic again. That's all anybody and everybody is talking about now. And then at the end of the day, you waited until we don't have anyone reasonable in the office of the president to hear this sort of thing because he doesn't care matter of fact he didn't care about any of this stuff that he ran on the vehicle that he cared about oh yeah i'm gonna go ahead we're gonna repeal obamacare and all this it's like you know what with all this going on and you take away the health care and stuff like that so pretty much just walk around with them shells in you, right? Or just only hope that you can walk it off because your legs are blown off and you can't go nowhere, right? Because, you know, you just had that war of South 7th Street. And the thing about it is just that. I mean, like, you think about it, right? See how the morals are screwed around here? You want adequate health care. You want gun control just so none of this stuff really does happen. Or you got something in play to help you, but... Nowadays, they want to put a stop to everything because they believe that we are good to our own devices to a point. Yeah, not so much. And see, the thing about this is I don't want this to fade away. I'd rather something be done. I'd rather a policy put in place. I'd rather some regulation, not to the point of the regulation to just take stuff away from people. No, not not quite. But the regulation of, hey, you know what? You need to be on notice that you own this and you need to be on notice of like why you can't own a gun and stuff like that. That's that's why. And you see, people don't want that stuff to happen all the time. They don't. You know, and it's kinda it's kinda crazy because both political parties have a responsibility, not to themselves entirely, but to this country and to the people in it, and they just don't want to play ball like that. You know what I'm saying? They just don't want to give a little to get a little, and they just don't want to be on each other's side. It's like them, us versus them to a point, too. And you sit there for a while, and you're like, is anything getting solved? Like, which way is up from this? Which, by the way, I should go ahead and do a documentary on it, but, you know, it's it's so sad that we are now doing this again. And the thing is, it's going to fade away as soon as another hot-button issue comes up. As soon as something new comes up, it's going to be, and it won't take long for that, because it'll be like, oh, well, you see, the story behind this all dried up. No, 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 no. I want to know what did he do, because you all elected him in there. I want to know what he's going to do about this gun control issue. Because the ball's in his court now. He can't go blame Obama. He can't go blame Bush. He can't do any of that stuff. You see what I'm saying? He wanted the job. He got the job. Not, not with my help. Not with my help and not with anybody reasonable out there. But the thing about it is, he got the job. He needed to do his damn job. And the problem is, 
as you guys are the constituents out there, right? Right. You know, quit defending this guy against people who speak out about him. The thing about it is we all are allowed to speak with our opinions. Remember when I talk about opinions from time to time? We were allowed to speak about them. The only problem is is that this fool ain't doing right by you all, and you all want to talk about the 44th president when you already have the 45th retrograde in there. And I'm not calling him the P word because you know what? He's just not living up to it. <laughs> it's just like when we get somebody on certain sports teams that I follow. Yeah, you know, he's just not living up to it. So that's why I just go ahead and just shrug about this whole thing. But the problem is, that's a sports team. And that person that was picked can go anywhere they want to go after. Wow. This so-and-so got to deal with for about, let's see, we still got 10 months and two more years. Yeah, so that's how that goes down with that. But you know what? How this goes is strictly up to, I don't think it's going to be solved under him. I think it's going to be a lot of just trying to get through these days and just hoping that the next president that comes in there could actually do the right job and actually be presidential because it's sorely missed now. Hell, I, you know, honestly, I even miss Bush at this point. You understand what I'm saying? Daddy Bush. And I was like, what, probably two when he was doing his thing? I, I don't know. But the truth is, is that <laughs> anybody but him. And you know what? Honestly, thinking back on it, Daddy Bush had like, an equivalent to Trump as his vice president, right? Wasn't it like Dan Quayle at the time? And he was dumb as toast. Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. Well, anyway, I will tell you all this, though. Despite all the fog that has happened, I did go to see Black Panther. Beautiful movie. Outstanding, man. It was well worth it wait, and it was the right movie for a troubled time. I mean, much like the rest of my friends, I felt like a prince going in, but damn if I wasn't a king coming out. Now, any Marvel movie is great in an event, but I have never felt this much excitement for a solo outing since The Winter Soldier and Doctor Strange. Okay, okay, I kind of like Spider-Man Homecoming to a point, but you know what I mean. When Winter Soldier came out, oh my god, was Captain America's solo story great, wasn't it? And I know some of y'all can say, well, Black Widow was in the movie too, Jay. Shut up, I know. But this was Cap fighting in the real time and trying to save Bucky. You know what I'm saying? Or find out who the Winter Soldier was. He didn't try to save Bucky until some... Whatever. The whole point about it is is that it was a damn good film. And then, you know, you got Doctor Strange, which, after all this time, Doctor Strange got one of the best movie adaptations ever made and some of the most trippy effects in film. God, I would try some of that stuff right now, but my computer, boy, it, it couldn't handle that. It couldn't even handle the sling ring. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm still working on upgrading my stuff, don't get me wrong, but... Oh my god, like, these these movies are just killing it right now. And any sort of superhero fatigue I had is just out the window. Like, all the accolades that Black Panther was given... Well-deserved. All of it. Just It just earned all of it, you know what I'm saying? And then it debunks that whole S-hole country's debacle that the Fool-in-Chief mentioned a couple of weeks ago. Even though you know Africa's not a country... It's a continent. It's a collection of countries. You know what I'm saying? And the thing about it is, is most people don't even talk about Africa like that. But now they're going to be talking about it because, you see, the motherland is more important and crucial to humanity's existence than you realize. And now everybody sees how important it is because of these movies. And I'm saying these movies because, you see, you got The Lion King when that came out. And then you got Black Panther now. And then soon enough, you're going to have the live-action Lion King. Yeah, everything's going to work out in the end. 
So you'll know how important it is. And this movie is also standing on its own as a strong installment. And it should provide an example for all minorities that create to step up and get those films made. The audience in the market is waiting for us now. This is our time. Shoot, I'm just pulling out some of the old scripts I got around here. They, some of these movies I might not make, but I will sell them. And you know what? In a way, you can say that this whole new boon started with Get Out. And it continued with Black Panther. But that's something to talk about later. Now, unfortunately, this movie isn't without its naysayers. But that's any movie, though. But these naysayers are pretty particular. Because you got plenty of racist people claiming that black people attacked them at the showtimes of the film. But you'll be happy to know that all of these claims are false. But can I take a minute to just ask, seriously, racial elitists, what the hell is your problem? Are minorities a threat to your ability to function? Are the ideals that cultures are mixing causing you to break in hives? Is your lack of originality and endowment causing your inability to perform for your loved one? Because if the answer to all of that is yes, then no wonder you want chaos. You're pathetic individuals who pettiness only shows through shameful behaviors and seeing minorities achieve rather than compete. And you have to lie, cheat, and intimidate to get your point across. Sad so-and-sos. And however, in doing so, you just show how short you are. And the fact that it's the only way your dumbass will ever get attention, and in the end, it just makes us achieve more. Now, for some of you out there, I agree, PC culture is stupid. And it's poorly defined, and then there's moments where it just is infeasible. But you see to be racist anytime as pathetic, weak, and inactive, just like their gonads. And, oh, by the way, back to you racial elitists, besides, you're a few centuries late. We're here now. And we're gonna be here. Until you morons leave for Mars and die in a vacuum of space for going for a foolish plan. No one cares about your inferiority complex. Especially if we make more money than you do. And you know, for you real people out there who have to face this ideologue from them on the daily, don't let these bastards intimidate you. Matter of fact, use that hate to inspire you to do great things and keep Dr. King's dream alive along with other people that fought for civil rights and equality and integration around here. There's a lot of wealth in this country. This is still a free country, but you got to fight your way to the top just to prove that. You know what I'm saying? And the thing about it is these people would love to walk all over you and take it away from you. And the thing is, would you be crazy enough to let them? I mean, think about your relative ease. Think about what you do when you go to that day job that you don't like so much. Think about what it is that you stand for as you're out there busting your ass. You're making marks. You might be tired as I don't know what, but at least then you're doing better than somebody else's. And might be these people I'm talking about because that's all they sit there and do is complain about little things that they were never going to do or work with anyway. But you see, like, as you keep rising and moving forward, you don't have to worry about them. And as I speak about racial elitists, I'm also talking about the ones that exist in the minority races, too. Because you got them Uncle Ruckus types that run through here and think that, oh, what I say is law. Oh, it's all about me. Blah, 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 blah. You know, white people, they do blah, blah, blah. They, they better blah, blah, blah. Uh, Asian people, blah, blah. It's just stupid stuff, man. And when you go ahead and you pay attention and you let your consciousness evolve and you actually listen to what that so-and-so says, I guarantee as you tell them and put them in their place, they'll never ever bother you again because they know they were wrong. And the thing about it is, is that as they know they were wrong, you might have to anticipate them wanting to come back for revenge because they just can't own up to it. And the fact that, hey, nine times out of ten, maybe I was just being a giant ass. And the point is, is that they need to quit doing that kind of stuff. 
because this is the time now where we need to come together. Like I said when I started producing this series, we are living in the ages where the union, the people in the union, have to be better than its government. Right? We have to do more. We have to work together more. We have to be honest with each other more. And we have to step up more. We don't have to thought police each other. But we do have to kind of step up. And the thing about it is you should be aware of those ones that exist. These uh, racial elitists, as I like to say. The ones that want to sit here and just say, you know, my race is better than your race. They are foul and pathetic. And sure, they might go ahead and try to twist the narrative a certain way just to make it seem like it's all about them. But don't let them go ahead and try to influence you and try to change your way. Because if not, they're going to try to indoctrinate as many people to their numbers to be like that kid that went in there and shot up that school. Because that's what they want to do. And in a way, they kind of know that there's gray areas and people won't be able to touch them and stuff like that. That's why they go ahead and go for this sort of thing. And it ain't right. But the thing about it is, just ask questions, know what's going on, and keep, be mindful of those you hang around with. Really listen to what they say. I'm telling you. But going back into Black Panther, though, if you haven't seen it yet, you definitely should. It's in my top five list for 2018. Yeah, I'm going to try to do a year-end special about the movies, you know what I'm saying? I know I didn't do one for last year. I think I did one for 2016, though. That's kind of odd. But you know what, though? I'm going to go ahead and keep following through, and as I grow J360 and keep building it, you're going to see some pretty interesting things. You know, and I, and I went through trouble to see this film, too. I remember the first theater I went to, like, it was big, it was beautiful, it was kind of like a special edition RPX room. And the thing about it is, is that they, for some reason, the dialogue speaker wasn't working. Everything else was working, but the dialogue speaker wasn't, and it was during opening weekend. Now, maybe it was a tech issue, but the thing about it is is that you knew a lot of people were coming in to see this film. And you see, whenever I go to a Marvel movie, I spend time with my family about it, because we saw this stuff all the way back when Iron Man came to theaters, you know? And it's been a trend for a while, and we just make it a thing for us. So when we went in there with a whole group of people, I mean, it was a mob standing out there. That business should have been aware of all these things. That's why you do equipment checks all the time. And when you don't do an equipment check and you got all them people there, they're going to be furious and pissed because they done paid all this money to come into this theater. Not to mention concessions. And boy, howdy, if it didn't look a hot mess out there when we walked out because three times, y'all, and the movie didn't even work. So... Me and the family left. And you see, the thing about it is, I would have been gone, but I didn't drive and I didn't go by myself. So, you know, that's how that goes. But, oh my God. It, it, it was ridiculous. And you know, they had a late showing for it. They had a 3D showing. So pretty much, you mean that all that stuff goes down because it feels like sabotage to a point. Even if, you know, because you still got to carry on with it. And I really feel sorry for them little kids that wanted to go see this movie and they couldn't go see it. And... Plenty of them were crying. If I was the owner of that business, I would be appalled and I would be upset that my business is not making any money and it's tanking during one of the biggest premieres of the year. Oh boy, you, you know what I'm saying? But chances are, you know, they probably recoup that money. We just, you know, I just know that I'm never going back to that theater again. And if the family calls 
and asked me if hey you want to try it again I'll be like nah because there's another theater that we went to for um another showing and we got to see the movie and all its glory and oh my god was it brilliant you know I'm not even going to go ahead and do a in-depth or none of that stuff this time because I know some of you haven't now I have a rule where like the third week though after the third week all bets are off I will talk about the movie in spoiler form but this movie was just it was it, it was cutting edge man like, you know, the thing about it is you could probably say, well, Jay, you know, they kind of used the formula on certain things, but there was a freshness to that formula, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it really pushed off of Civil War into its own movie, and it was self-contained. And You know, you could talk about the benchmarking like it was a predominantly black cast. You could talk about, like, the way the characters were. You can talk about the way the storyline was similar to The Lion King, if you want to. But the thing is, it had a lot going for it, and the music just helped it along the way. And It was so good that I didn't even think about the CGI effects. You know what I'm saying? It was a powerful movie. And it well deserves all the accolades that it achieved at its premiere alone. So, I can't wait to see how they would do a sequel to that. Well, they kind of have one in terms of Infinity War, I know, but... I'm wondering what Black Panther 2 or 3 would be like because Black Panther 1 had such a strong platform to it. And any sort of superhero fatigue, like I said earlier, is gone. Like, I'm just ready now. I'm ready for Phase 4. Because we're finishing up Phase 3, right? So yeah, that's that's how that goes. Whew. Man, I mean, like, I wish I could just take the movie on home with me. But you know what? They do have torrents, don't they? <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But, um, yeah, you know, it's just, went through a lot of crazy times to get here. I mean, like, you know, I was really going knee deep with that whole thing regarding, uh, the government right now, but just going in there, watching Black Panther, seeing that movie, and just, oh, it just made it all go away. And see, that's what going into movies is all about. Going and having a good time, having fun, and feeling inspired. Like, I really want to go ahead and get some of this stuff done. Like, this one movie I got here... That won't be uh that that can't be a live action piece, so I'm gonna try to see what I can do to get some animation gear together for that, but I'm ready to just go ahead and take the industry by storm, you know what I'm saying? Cause it, it can be done. That's what I got out of that movie. But you know what though, I'm running out of time in the show, so that's about all I have for you guys for episode forty seven. Not too bad, right? Felt like a little bit impromptu. You know, but here's the thing, right? You guys deserve the double special. You're just going to get an impromptu, different kind of double special. Just in case, like, the cyclone went down. Because I can't have you guys hanging like that. You know what I'm saying? The J360 Legion deserves the utmost respect. And, you know, 47 was kind of late last week. So everything's all paid off. You know what I'm saying? You guys got your double special. I got the J-Man Show 47 together. And, you know, 48's just along the way because I had some downtime to go ahead and do some preparations. So look for that to happen this week, too. But outside of all that, though, I want you all to take care of yourselves. This is Jay signing off. <laughs>